Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DLB Wrestling Podcast, a podcast for fans by a fan of the greatest prof- professional brand of wrestling, the WWE. I am David Bunch. I'm just a little bit uh, scatterbrained. I'm so excited to do this episode today. I haven't done one in a, probably about a month. Uh, the reason I am excited is uh, my wife and I just went to SmackDown this past Tuesday. And it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I finally went to a, a live event, and I was so excited. Um, it, it, it was just unbelievable. I mean, you know, there's my marriage, there's the birth of my daughter, and SmackDown's just right up there. It just seems like it's something I've been dreaming of since I was six years old. Um, I finally went to a, a live event, and it's taken me... <laughs> I'm 35, it's taken me this long to finally get to one, but I'm so excited I went and we had a good time, but that's, that, that, that's why I'm, you know, delighted, but it is Saturday night, the 21st of November, Um, just got done watching Tennessee Vols beat the Missouri Tigers, Uh, it was a good game. Uh, Tennessee's doing pretty good. I'm excited. My Tennessee Volunteers are doing pretty good this year, besides a few little hiccups there. But they're getting to be where they're going to be really good here in the year. So, um, but that's where we're at now. We've got Survivor Series coming up tomorrow night. It's going to be a big one since the last time I actually talked with you. So a lot's been happening. Uh, of course, you know uh, Seth Rollins is injured. They had a tournament for the title. And it will be uh, finalizing uh, tomorrow night at Survivor Series. And we'll talk about that later on. But I want to talk about my SmackDown experience. It was it was just, I was nervous the whole day because I, I don't know what, what, to, what to expect. Um, somebody from work actually gave me the tickets. And uh, so I didn't, I mean, it was, it was a gift. So, because uh, it just doesn't seem like nobody likes wrestling around here. Especially people that I'm friends with. I just think it's uh, silly, but I'm a huge fan, and I was really delighted to take those tickets off their hand. But there, uh, I looked on the map, and they were actually pretty good seats. And um, uh, when we got there, um, we went around to that section, and uh, the guy was handing out new tickets because they actually blocked it, our section off. And it, and it kind of frustrated me, and it kind of let me down. Uh, I, I don't know if they do this on all the tapings or not, but they they blocked off the entire half of Thompson Bowling Arena, and I don't know if they just just didn't sell that many tickets, uh, which I think that's what happened, and uh, they blocked it off. But if you watch it on TV, it looks like a full arena. Um, but that's that's I guess that's because it's SmackDown. It wasn't Raw. Um, but they blocked off the whole half of there, and I thought that was really strange. So we ended up getting seats on directly on the other side in the other corner. I went to go sit down in our seats, and I was kind of frustrated. It was kind of right behind the screen. We couldn't even see the entrance screen. We were right on the corner there, but I, that really didn't bother me. I still loved every minute of it just because I was there. And it was interesting because of how small it looks in real life compared to TV. On TV, it just looks like it's a long walk area, a long ramp. Uh, it looks like a, a huge area that walk, you know, the, the space around the ring. But it's just, it, to there, when you're there, it looks so small. 
and kind of like a just a it's just a small atmosphere. I just thought that was it was weird. It was it was surreal. Uh, but they had a dark match. Uh, they had um, Fandango wrestle uh, some Jack Jackson. Uh, I've never heard of him before, but I guess uh, I mean I've seen him on Twitter afterwards. But they had a dark match with him, and then uh, I forgot they were ac- they actually taped the main event uh, that night too, and they had some pretty cool matches on there. I think they had the Usos and uh, Titus O'Neil did the headline of the main event against um, Heath Slater. Uh, it was a pretty good, fun little match. <clears throat> and I think they had a Divas match, too. They had um, Naomi facing uh, Foxy. That's what it was. So then they finally came out and did... Uh, the, they started the SmackDown, and it led off with uh, Miz TV. Actually, I'm going to talk about this later on because we usually I usually just do the Raw and then SmackDown, so I'll talk to this, about this on SmackDown. But it's really interesting about how the cameramen, uh, you watch just things that behind the scenes, especially like taping a show. Um, the cameramen are actually giving them signals. Hey, give me five more seconds, and uh, hey, move over there, or something like that. And, and the referee is too, you know, giving the, directing them to, you know, do for the camera on over here or something like that. That's just pretty, it's really neat to see. And especially, like, after a match is done, they, uh, the superstars actually watch themselves in the replay, and they know that they're done, and they go to play for the camera again. And sometimes you'll see that on TV, and I've noticed that before. Uh, it's just funny to see it live. But, man, I, I had a great time. It was so fun. As I said before, Survivor Series is coming up um, here in a little bit. I'm going to give some scenarios, which I think hopefully that will have to take place. Uh, but we're going to go into Raw right now. It's pretty good Raw this past Monday night. Um, it... It ended, uh, I want to talk about the Divas promo with uh, Charlotte and Paige. Uh, It was really neat to see that the Divas actually ended it, ended the show. So I knew something was going to be really crazy, really, um, and um, I don't know. The thing about uh, Ric Flair's son, Charlotte's brother, I mean, personally, I think it was a little bit too much. because that's a that's a sensitive subject, but you know, I, I mean, I've I've listened to other podcasts since this uh, since Raw. I've actually listened to Ric Flair's take on it, and Charlotte's just not at the point right now where she can't say no to something that she doesn't feel comfortable with it. But I don't know if that's the case. I I, I think that people would have some kind of sympathy if uh, she was to say that you know I'm not comfortable with that. Let's take it another way. I, I think she has a little bit of a pool since she is Divas champion, but she is fairly new, so I don't know what happens behind the scenes. But I know the whole reason they're wanting to do that is to get a lot of heat and um, really promote um, the match for Survivor Series between them. And I've always begged for the Divas to have some kind of a storyline instead of uh, three tag, uh, three triple teams all against each other. They need to mix it up and have a real storyline. 
and bringing personal business into it actually makes a lot of heat. So I guess it was good for business. It was bad for family uh, that's that's involved in it. But it's just going to blow over. I don't see it going past Survivor Series. I don't see a lot more negative talk towards it even in the match. I think it's going to be over with. So it's over and done. There's a lot of good matches on Raw. Uh, one that stuck out in my mind, of course, was Cesaro and Roman Reigns. I knew Roman Reigns was going to take it because I just kind of, it's just kind of, you kind of foresee how this uh, tournament's going to go. And we'll talk about that in a second. But that's about it with Raw. Uh, it was a very good episode leading into uh, Survivor Series. It gave everybody just enough draw to it. Uh, I like how Undertaker and Kane came out. Uh, that was fun to watch. But now on to SmackDown. <laughs> SmackDown taped at University of Tennessee, Knoxville, Thompson Bowling Arena, and I was there. Uh, you can actually look at my Twitter, and I've, I've posted some pictures and actually a video. Um, experience of a lifetime. Uh, so, again, I've always complained about SmackDown on this whole, all this, this whole podcast for the past a lot of episodes. Uh about how it just wasn't drawn enough and it was just kind of boring, but SmackDown was the best out of all of them because I was there. I guess it's a different experience. <clears throat> yeah, SmackDown started out with a Miz TV, had the final four of the championship tournament, uh, Del Rio, Owens, Ambrose, and Reigns. It was a good segment. Um, R-Truth came out, did a little comedy with it, uh, brought a few laughs. I, I guess that's all you can do for a SmackDown, but it was really cool to see in person. Um, Tyler Breeze came out and had some heat with Dolph Ziggler. Ended up being uh, announced the match for Survivor Series. That ought to be a pretty interesting match. Uh, during that little time, actually, me and my wife actually walked to the to the top. And walked around to the other side so we could see the front of it during that whole match. And as we're walking through the the opening there, and there's nobody there because everybody's seated, seated down. Uh, they played Dolph Ziggler's music when it came out. It was just, it was just surreal. It were, it really was. Uh, Bray Wyatt came out and did a promo with the Wyatt family, and then they hit Undertaker's music. And I jumped up. I didn't. I really didn't think he was going to be there. I would have read about it beforehand. And uh, the pyro there for Undertaker. I just thought he was going to be there, but he popped up on the screen. And then the hometown Kane. Had, everybody cheered when they put the camera on him, and he uh, did his thing where the flames shot off off the ring, and that was. Scared it half to death, but we got that on video, and that was, that was fun. Uh, the Dudleys came out with um, Neville uh, against uh, New Day, and that was a pretty good match. 
I think it was New Day. <laughs> I can't even remember who Dudley's play, uh, face. No, it was the Ascension in Stardust. That's right. Uh, New Day ended up facing, uh, it was just Big E versus Kalisto. And then uh, Ryback came out. Um, it was neat to see Charlotte there. She faced Brie Bella. So uh, all the top super, superstars were actually there on SmackDown. It's fun to see live in person. It's one of my favorite times of my life. I, it really was. And I can't wait till Raw comes around. And uh, I'm going to definitely try my best to go to it. I'm going to go into Survivor Series. There's a there's some scenarios that uh, I'm hoping take place. And the, I got these scenarios off of uh, Sam Roberts' podcast. And you've got to listen to that. Actually, it's on the uh, special, the breaking news after Seth Rollins gets injured. He kind of stepped, he broke every single step down on these things and and it actually just uh, planned out how it would be booked if he did it. And it's really interesting. It really is. And it's and it seems like it's headed towards that direction. And the, what I'm talking about is actually the final being Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose against each other. And somebody turns on somebody. And um, I'm hoping it's Roman Reigns turns heel. And the reason I say that is because a lot of people have mixed feelings towards Roman Reigns just because they know that the company is pushing him forward. I don't know why. Um, but if if he turns heel, he will be booed like a heel, like a heel should. If they have Ambrose turn on Roman Reigns... And go with the authority. Uh, I don't see the the crowd taking it like WWE wants them to. I think Ambrose is always going to be cheered just because he's he's a lunatic. He just doesn't care. Um, and it, I mean, I, I just think he's a crowd pleaser. I just feel like the scenario is going to be Roman Reigns. The way Seth, uh, the way Sam Roberts took it, he said, um, you know, he just kind of played out what it might be like. Can you imagine, like, uh, Triple H coming out there and handing him the sledgehammer, and Roman Reigns looks at it and it's like, what do you want me to do with this? And he ends up hitting Roman or Dean Ambrose with it for the win, and that devious smile on his face. I mean, that would be an awe moment. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, I can see something like that happening, and I'm kind of hoping that happens because I can see Roman Reigns winning it, but here lately I've been reading that a lot of people in WWE has been pushing for uh, Dean Ambrose to win the championship. I hope that happens too, but I just don't see it happening, and uh, I I don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm just so excited about tomorrow, and... um, hoping I get to watch it and not just read about it. So that's one of the scenarios. Um, but that's that's who I think is going to be in. Is It's going to be Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose in the title match. And, of course, you got um, the Wyatts versus Taker and Kane. I, I don't know who to pick in that. Uh, Divas Championship, I see Charlotte keeping it again over Paige. I don't see how them changing it that that soon. And um, there's a 
mystery match on it, a traditional five-on-five Survivor Series match, and I don't know who's going to be in that, but I think there's going to be some prizes in it. When when they say traditional five-on-five, I always remembered it as four-on-four. Am I wrong there? Because I remember the teams of, like, uh, Hulk Hogan and Jake Roberts with Demolition. Um, I mean, I always thought it was four people, but I don't know when they turned it into five. But that's just me there, though. I'm going to announce the Superstar of the Week. Superstar of the Week is somebody that has uh, just uh, brightened my vision as far as the past few weeks um, of whom I'm pushing towards a lot. And um, he's one who I hope wins the title. He's one that I've been cheering for when he was at SmackDown. I jumped off my seat when they played his music. Um, I mean, every t- I, I, and I think he's the most liked superstar in the company right now, even over Roman Reigns, and this is who I'm talking about. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, Superstar of the Week for Episode 9. Um... Again, I hope he he does take this title. Uh, I just love watching him uh, in the ring, uh, backstage. Is I, I think he's my favorite wrestler right now. He really is, Dean Ambrose. Have you ever looked up a business online to find out about their phone number or hours or the services they offer, just to find out they don't have a website? Or do you yourself have a business or idea that you want people to know about? Let me put it this way. Everybody needs a website. With DB Online Media, it is very easy to have a website up and running as soon as one week and at a very low cost. Here's how it works. Email DB Online Media with what you want the design to look like. It's just $150 for the design and as low as $6 a month to host. I dare anyone to find a better deal than that. Get the word out there. Make yourself noticeable. Go to dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. That is dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. Let me say it again. dbonlinemedia.moonfruit.com. You know, um, right before I did started uh, recording this podcast tonight, I was actually uh, looking through um, Facebook and I... Uh, I follow WrestlingNews.co, and you all need to check those that website out daily. Uh, it's news, spoilers, new news. It's uh, popped up um, behind the scenes of WWE. Uh, they're um, talking about some kind of threat, a terrorist threat that's been made for tomorrow night's Survivor Series. That really pisses me off. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Here this the past few weeks with the whole Paris attacks and everything, it's just made me start wondering. I've actually talked with my wife about coming up with some kind of a plan in case stuff happens, like kind of some kind of chaos, uh, if we can't get a hold of each other. Uh, I don't want to think like that. I have a child. 
Um, it just makes me sick to know that my daughter has to be raised in a world like this. And uh, I swear if... <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about it, but that, that that really makes me sick. And it just... When I read that, it just brought it closer to home because I'm such a fan. And it, this is entertainment. It's uh, Kids love this. This is bringing kids into terrorism now and it's really making me sick but I don't even know why I brought that up it's just something I read before here so it was on my mind there's some other podcasts out there that uh, you all need to take a listen to Uh, again I'm a big fan of Sam Roberts wrestling podcast you got to check him out on Twitter not at not Sam Uh, check it out on iTunes Every single week has been a good episode. He uh, he starts out with a really good interview, and then he do- goes into the state of wrestling. And state of wrestling is what I love of his show um, because I mean he's he's pretty much in the business. He he's backstage. He's he's friends with a lot of people. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. You got to listen, to Sam Roberts, especially the Rollins special uh, after he was injured. You got to take a listen to that because he really laid out how the Survivor Series, uh, you know, should, as a booking standpoint, be taking place. And that was, it's really neat. I just got done listening to Steve Austin's podcast um, and the, his other one, his uncensored one. And he had a Kerwin Selfies. He's actually a, the director or producer of Raw and SmackDown. And it was really, and he's been there for over 30-something years, uh, even before the first WrestleMania. It's really neat to hear how things are producted, you know, producted for TV tapings. And especially since I was just there this past Tuesday and watched how that stuff worked. Um, you, ought to, you ought to check that out. Uh, other ones you got to check out, Talk is Jericho. I've been listening to a lot of Woo Nation with Ric Flair. He's got some good guests on there, and he even—I mean—he's got some good insights on things. There's others I'm—I'm I'm missing. I'm blanking out on, but uh, the Ross Report is really good. Um, some of these wrestlers have a lot of uh, indie wrestlers on their shows that uh, I don't really follow indie wrestling, so I don't really know who a lot of people are. Um, so I'll just kind of scroll through iTunes, and if it's an interview of somebody I like, I'll actually download it and listen to it on the car. But uh, y'all check out some of these uh, podcasts. Every week, every podcast, I'm gonna, I do a wrestling rant. It's um, kind of a things that irk me. I love the WWE. I love everything about it. I don't have any kind of negative negativity towards it. There's just certain issues that pop up that I really wish they would do, that they don't. Uh, it's called the Wrestling Rant. This this week's Wrestling Rant, I want to, just because I was at SmackDown Tuesday, um, I mean, these, this company goes, I don't know how many times a week. Um, I mean, they work their butts off. They're at a city every single day. Uh I mean, it's a lot of production. It's a lot of, you know, I can just imagine how many tra- trailerfuls of equipment they have to load to each city, break it down, take it to the next city. It's a lot of work, a lot of people, a lot of money. And to see something like I did Tuesday when um, 
I got there and half of the whole half of the whole arena was blocked off. It it made me mad. Uh, in two parts. One, they really didn't push a lot of promotion about this uh, SmackDown event here in Knoxville. Um, they gave away tickets on the radio, but you didn't see a lot of commercials about it. You didn't see anything in kind of media about it. It was mainly a radio deal. Um, the only way I knew about it is my wife told me. I I, I watch. I look at them on the WWE.com and an app. You know, upcoming events. Uh, I think if they push a little bit more promotional uh, issues on these smaller towns. I mean, Knoxville's a big town, but it's not no Dallas or New York or Chicago. On some of these intermediate cities, if they put a little bit more promotion into it, I can see them drawing a lot more tickets. There's a lot of wrestling fans around here. Um, I think they're fairly good priced. I mean, if if they even brought it down a little cheaper or something, or even had, you know, uh, the last week they, the tickets go down a little bit more just to fill that place up because it's not fair to... Um, it's not fair to the superstars, if you think about it. I mean, coming out to just one, I mean, we might as well just be in a little auditorium where it's just a stage and just a crowd of people. This is arena. This surrounds the ring. This is how it should be. Um, but that's 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 a rant that I've had since I was there and seen that. And I hated that I had really good seats, really good view. And they moved me around to almost behind the screen. And I, I hate that, you know, when you buy tickets and you see where you're sitting or you choose the tickets online when you buy them, it's like, ah, I'm going to get good seats. And you get there and you have to be moved around because they didn't sell enough. I mean, it's just not fair to the consumer. That's my opinion on that. And, and another thing is just my rant of, you know, at, at work, I don't have, there's not a lot of wrestling fans at my work. They don't know my heart on wrestling. They think it's stupid because they think it's fake, and I can't stand that. Of course, wrestling is scripted and storylined. I hate the word fake. Um, I know these wrestlers go through a lot for their bodies. They work hard to entertain people. That's what it is, is entertainment. And it's an art. I, I think wrestling is an art. I couldn't do it. If I trained real hard, I couldn't do it. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it takes a few people out of the world that are really good at it and uh, can work well with others on it. Uh, so, in my mind, wrestling isn't fake. It's storylined. It's entertainment. It's just no different than you watching... Um, TLC on TV and watching these reality shows. How real is that? I mean, I'm sure they know cameras are in front of their face. Um, I know they they edit things, so they take more interesting parts out of there. That's entertainment. Uh, they they wouldn't. I wouldn't want a camera crew coming around here and just watching me sit around and watch TV or something because it's not interesting. But it's real. But that's my rant on it. I I just wish there was more people in my circle that had the same kind of heart as I did on things on wrestling but that's my wrestling rant <clears throat>
I think that's about it for this episode today. Um, again, I'm excited. It's just really late. I, I've got my brain scattered. I've, it's been a long day. Um, I, was, I was excited to go to SmackDown. Got to see some of my favorite superstars. Uh, some of my wife's hated superstars. She hates Kevin Owens. It's so funny. It's it's so funny to watch her watch a show because um, she's a true WWE fan. She she's the ones that they ca- try to captivate where somebody's cheating and she's like that's not fair and she doesn't. It, it's so funny to watch her do this. But um, we got to see Roman Reigns. Funny thing about that is, is um, <laughs> right before we knew he's coming out. Uh, my wife ran up because I'm gonna go try to see him, and she runs up there and she gets a good picture of him coming out, you know, getting ready to go behind the curtain and stuff. Um, it, it, you, I, I see that Roman Reigns a little bit different seeing him live. Is it, it is exciting because everybody's exciting. I think he's gotten a lot better at his technical work in the ring. So I kind of got a feeling Survivor Series we're gonna have a new champion and his name is Roman Reigns. I hope it's Dean Ambrose, but I don't know how they're going to work that to where it's going to be interesting. It, it, it would be more interesting if Roman Reigns turned heel and became champion, but it would be really nice for one cha- a change, uh, have a good guy as a champion again. So that's it for the DLB Wrestling Podcast this week. Hopefully I'll get to this uh, again here soon try to do one every week instead of one every month it's just uh not a lot of time but you can check me out on twitter dlb wrestling pod at dlb wrestling pod and on facebook instagram the same way uh check me out on the internet on my website at dlbpodcast.moonfruit.com you can download this on itunes and soundcloud and please, everybody, just share. Please share this. I mean, uh, take. I mean, we don't get. A, I don't get a lot of listens. I just hope somebody out there is another fan. Would love to hear some other fans' opinion. And if you're out there and you're listening to it, please hit me up with an email at dlbpodcast at gmail dot com, or tweet me at dlbpodcast dlb wrestling pod. Uh, just let me know that you're listening. I mean, give me some kind of feedback. But anyway, I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great week, and I'm out of here. See you.